Hello, welcome to a new podcast for the Lancet Gastroenterology and Hepatology. I'm Gavin Cleaver, and in this month's issue, you can read an article about how direct-acting antiviral therapy for chronic hepatitis C virus could pose a risk for hepatitis B virus reactivation. Now, to talk about this article, I'm joined by the lead author, Dr. Johannes Vermeeren. Okay, I'm Johannes Vermeeren. I'm a consultant at the University Hospital in Frankfurt, where I also lead the hepatology outpatient clinic. We're very happy to have you with us today, Doctor. So if we could set the stage a bit up front, how many people globally are co-infected with hepatitis C and B viruses? And what are, these, what are the unique risks faced by these patients? To be honest, this is not really know, known. So the epidem- epidemiology of these patients is, is poorly understood. However, we do know that um, in Europe and, and, and other Western countries, Co-infection is rather rare, so we are talking about 1% to 5% of the HCV-infected population. However, in countries where there is um, HBV, where there is an HBV endemism, like in, in Eastern Asia, Southern Asia, or even in some European, Eastern European countries, Italy as well, um, there is a higher um, population of co-infected patients. So we are talking about 10 to 15% maybe. Their risks are pretty well known that um, patients who are co-infected have a higher risk of fibrosis progression, um, cirrhosis development, and also hepatocellular carcinoma. Moving on, is it known why hepatitis B infection sometimes rebounds when patients are treated with direct-acting antiviral drugs against the hepatitis C virus? This is not fully understood, but we do know that um, there is an interference between the two viruses. So they can replicate um, within the same hepatocyte at the same time, but it does not seem to be a direct interference, but rather an interference by the innate um, immune system. So what we do know from recent studies is that um, HCV um, suppresses HBV replication in most cases, and once HCV is eliminated from the um, hepatocytes, from the patient, HBV rebounds. But the exact mechanisms are still um, poorly understood, but this is um, what we currently know about um, these two viruses. So based on your data, Doctor, how big is the risk of HPV reactivation in these individuals, and does this reactivation inevitably lead to liver disease? Well, it does not. However, we have to um, look at, at co-infected patients in, in two different ways. On the one hand, we have co-infected patients that have replicative HPV DNA. And in these patients, the risk is pretty high. And in our meta-analysis, it was 24%. On the other hand, in patients with past HPV infection, so HBS antigen negative patients, but anti-HBC positive patients, in these patients, the risk was only 1.4%, and we did not find a single case of um, acute hepatitis with an elevation of transaminases in these patients. So what are the implications of your study for treatment approaches in these patients? Is there something more that can be done for patients with dual infections? I think the the main message um, that we we are trying to... to, um, get over um, to the treating physicians is um, that you 
that patients should be tested for HBV co-infection before they, they receive antiviral therapy for hepatitis C. So any patient with a known hepatitis C should be te also tested, should also be tested for hepatitis B. Once we know the setting and we know there is a co-infection, um, these patients really need to be closely monitored. And either they could receive um, HPV therapy before or even during HPV treatment, or they could be closely monitored so that if, re um, if reactivation occurs, um, they can get appropriate treatment immediately. The whole setting was, um, yeah, was staged a year ago when the FDA reported um, even fatal outcomes of HPV reactivation after or during DAA therapy. And although this was a known, um, this was known even during interferon-treated patients, so many years ago, um, this was not, uh, with DAA therapies, this was not among um, the clinical signs that, the patients, uh, that physicians were looking at. So um, this was, yeah, kind of some, something new back, um, in, in, it was in October 2016. And so the FDA um, put out a warning, a black box warning, on, yeah, on reactivation and that patients should be monitored um, more closely than previously anticipated. So it sounds like in these cases of co-infections, there's still a lot of important questions that need to be answered. There's still a lot of unknowns. So what are your hopes for the future in, uh, in research and clinical trials in this area? The problem is to, to, to really get a homogeneous um, study cohort with, with decent numbers of co-infected patients. So any of these studies could probably only be conducted in, in HPV endemic areas like Eastern Asia. So currently, there's only one prospective study available that really looked at reactivation in these patients, and this study was, is from Taiwan. So it would be interesting to, to look at these patients and to treat and, and to conduct a study um, with two arms, one that also receive, where the patients receive HPV treatment prior to DAA therapy, direct therapy for hepatitis C, and another arm where these patients don't are just monitored and don't receive therapy and, and to compare these.